Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. Come in, come in, come in. Oh my gosh, we have some things to discuss. Yes, it's another week. We have made it to another week. Aha, 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 ha. No matter what happened, once again, another week has gone by and more things have happened in the news. A lot of shit has gone down. Before we get into those things, I'm your host, Zach Iconic Thomas. You can follow my Instagram at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas. And you can follow the show Instagram at So Far So Hood Show. Also, you can email me any questions at So Far So Hood Show at gmail.com. So this week on the weekly run up, we have a lot to unpack. We have a lot to unpack. Like, you know, when you get back from vacation and your suitcase is just all over the place, like you didn't even organize or anything. Yeah, we have a lot to unpack. So we have the Met Gala, which was a beautiful and opulent event. I can I cannot wait to discuss that. We also had the VMAs that occurred. And we need to discuss. I wasn't going to bring this up because it's so stupid. It's oh so stupid. But we're going to talk about Nicki Minaj and her. Whatever this is going on with her in this this vaccine debacle. We're going to discuss that, too, because it's so dumb. And also our topic for the day will be achieving your goals when you're five steps behind. And then we'll go into Zach Excellence. So, you know, the drill, you know what it is. Get your keys, get your purse, make sure your edges lay down, make sure you got your gummy bears and everything, make sure you got your snacks. We're about to get in the car. It's time for the... Actually, no, we're not getting in the car. Put your sneakers on. It's the weekly run-up. It's the weekly run-up. We're not getting in the car. So, make sure you got your running shoes on. So, it's the weekly run-up. Let's go. Let's get into it. The VMAs is... It's like the Super Bowl. Like, it's it's always been such a big event. Like, you'll hear this all the time because it's true. The VMAs is like a holiday. It's the energy of the VMAs. Like, VMA season, you can just feel it in the air. It's always something that's been very significant. Who is calling me? But anyways, it's always been something that's been very significant. And this year, I was... I, I, I <laughs> Let me find my words because I don't want to be mean. But I was more impressed than I thought I would be. I'll say that. I'll say that. I was way more impressed than I thought I would be. Because, like, you can't compare recent VMAs to VMAs of the past. Like, it's just not, it's not fair. It's not plausible. It's, everything has changed. Like, technology, social media, it's just different now. But we're going to get into these performances because... At the end of the day, who cares about the awards, all right? Who cares about the awards? Taylor Swift, she didn't win Artist of the Year, so who cares? Who cares? If Taylor didn't win, I don't care. Miley didn't win Best Collaboration for her song with Dua Lipa, so who cares? I honestly do not care. (laughs) I do not care. So we're going to talk about these performances. And Black women save the VMAs. Black women elevate the VMAs. And it was just so good to watch. Like, it was so amazing to watch that what that was what made this VMAs really special that element right there it made it really really special we're gonna talk about Normani and her um, performance of Wild Side which was really 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 
fucking good. Homegirl, let me tell y'all something. Before we get into these performances, there is nothing wrong with not singing live, especially when you're dancing your whole heart out and your whole chest out. There's nothing wrong with not singing live. I don't know what is the misconception about that. Like, it's better than going on stage and being like, <laughs> like, who wants to do that? Who wants to sound like that? Who wants to struggle? If anything, let the performance come to life before you be like, oh, if they sing in line, if they sing in line, why aren't you singing line? How about you dance? How about you dance, huh? I, go, I bet your knee's gonna crack like a, a pack of Kris Kringle crackers. Like, I bet your knee's just gonna crunch up trying to do them dances. Because Normani, she danced down. Normani danced down for no reason. She had less than a week to get this together. Less than a week. She had less than a week to get this shit together. And she pulled it off. She pulled it off so smoothly. It was so well done. Normani just moves like butter. She moves like butter. She'll be from this spot to this spot. And it'll be like, whoa, what even happened? What even happened? So the, the dancers, they were on it. The, the costuming was on. The arrangement was on. I need... <sighs> The arrangement was kind of on, but if you watch it, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. But overall, it was really amazing. It was really amazing. And the part of this song, Wild Outside, that she performed that makes it so good is the bridge, but she's like, Bitch, I will throw my phone. That's my shit. Normani, A plus, A plus, A A plus, A A A A A A plus. Now we have Doja Cat, who was the host. I didn't watch the VMAs. Yeah, exposing myself. I didn't watch the VMAs. I just looked up who won the awards and then I watched the performances. I think that's what everyone has. Like, do do people still sit there and watch the whole thing? Because, um, no, that's not what happened. But she hosted. I'm pretty sure she did great. But I watched her performance and they let her do the song she wanted. Could you imagine if they're like... Okay, you gotta get up there and do say so again this year. She would have been so mad. She would have been so pissed off. So I'm glad she got to pick the songs that she wanted to do because she did been like this. And you're right. And those songs are amazing, amazing songs off her new album. So I could tell that she picked those because she was like, if I'm a host, I'm picking the songs I want and I'm performing the way I want to because her performance was really beautiful. Once again, very theatrical. Doja can move beautifully. Another performance by a black woman, which elevated the show so take that with what you will doja a plus a plus amazing amazing it was you know she was showing a different side of what she can do i I really liked it i really liked it it was it was nice it was nice it was an enjoyable experience so doja girl you did what you did and you came to do what you meant to motherfucking do and next we have Hold on. Who we got next? Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Now, let me talk about. Let me discuss. Let me discuss because I'm about to get heated. I'm about to get heated. Keep in mind, this is her debut performance. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Think back of all the girls who performed for the first time at the VMAs. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Just the fact that she was there is like, girl, you made it. Congratulations. And... You can her stage presence is going to get better as she grows up and as she releases more music like damn 
Damn, we are young. Me and her are the same age. We are young adults. Damn, this this society is so messed up. If it was me, I would have been and cussed y'all out individually. I would have been like, line up. I'm cussing you bitches out individually because I get on stage and I'm doing my best and I'm a young adult and y'all still talking shit and y'all like 30, 35 years old over here coming at me. Uh-uh. Olivia, you got way more class than I do because they're like, oh, why is she breaking the camera like Beyonce? Why is she breaking the camera like Beyonce? Like, is your water bill paid? Is your water bill paid? You know how stupid you sound right now? You know how stupid you sound on the internet talking about a young adult talking about, oh, why is she breaking the camera like Beyonce? I didn't know verbs belonged to Beyonce. I love Beyonce with all my heart, but I didn't know verbs in the action of breaking the camera belonged to Beyonce. So they should have let her perform something else, Miss Olivia, because, you know, the BMAs, they'd be like, you need to perform this song or else you can't come. So I don't know why they made her perform good for you. I think she should have performed Jealousy, Jealousy, because something slower and like, Something that could have just been like, you could have focused on the performance aspect of it more. It would have been better for Miss Olivia Rodrigo. But nevertheless, she did good. I give her a B minus for this year. B minus. But girl, you're going to come up. You're going to come all the way up. I'll see you next year and the year after that and the year after that. Y'all calm down. Damn. Society is so damn mean. Next up, we have. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We are going to discuss Miss Camila Cabello. Oh, oh, spicy. That's a spicy topic. That's a very spicy topic because not a lot of people like Camila Cabello, but I don't mind her. I don't mind her. I saw her live before she can perform the house down. That's the thing. Regardless of anything, what you like about a person, what you dislike about a person, what you agree with, who they are and what who they aren't, you cannot deny the fact that Camila Cabello can get on stage and perform. Try try to do it. Try to do it because she was doing it. She was giving it. It wasn't the best performance of the night, but baby, performing is difficult. Okay? Performing is difficult. Trust me. But it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun that not a lot of people like Camila Cabello. I love the song, Don't Go Yet. It makes me move my hips. I love the music video. It wasn't even her best performance of the song, but yet she still showed up. I had an enjoyable time. People need to chill out. Chill out. Chill out. She's not going anywhere. What you need to understand is that once someone signs a contract, they are then like, not to sound rude, but they are a product. Okay. Camila Cabello still has a contract to fulfill, whether you like her or not. She is the product of a label. She has to get this music out so that she can pay back. The money which they gave her to put out the music. So does she's gonna keep releasing music? Does she's gonna keep performing? And just take it as what you will. And if you don't, just don't watch her. Just don't watch her. Don't talk about her. And that's what I do. Boop. So Camila Cabello, I give you an A minus. A minus. A minus Camelia. Camelia. Camila, Camila. What's that boy name? What is that boy name? I didn't learn his name. So Justin Bieber. Open up the show with what is that boy's name? The kid Laori Lori. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna be an amazing substitute teacher. The kid Laori Laori. You know who I'm talking about if you know the song. But I love that song. That that stay song. That song makes me want to tap the butt of my feet against the floor and just jiggy with it. I love that song. It just if a song can make me move, I don't care who's singing it. I just love the song. Music is music to me. 
to me. So they opened the show up and Justin say what you want about just just say what you want about just just but he can sing that ooh, that man can sing that man can sing to save the world if he had to he just needs to put his voice to proper use that's all so they they get a c minus it was fun it was supposed to be a fun a fun performance like performances do different things for different people like what's wrong with the white boys just getting up there jumping around and doing their thing i have fun c minus anyways next we have the final, the final performance that I'm going to talk about is the best one of the night. Hands down. No discussion. No, nothing to be discussed. Nothing to be debated over. It's going to miss Chloe. I can't even get my words out. Chloe Bailey. Chloe Bailey with her song, Have Mercy. I will throw this mic. I will throw this mic. I will throw this mic. <laughs> what shall I... What people need to understand is the power of having a balance in your performance. Like, bitch, that shit is hard. People just see a performance and they're like, oh, this looks good. They're doing so good. It takes effort to pace yourself to be like, okay, stand still, sing here, catch my breath, get back into my dance, get back into my spot. Dance, sing here, make sure I'm doing this run right. Hit this look, hit this pose, be right here, sell this. Like, it's hard. It is not easy. And Chloe Bailey, she performed the house down to the ground. She did not have to do that. She did not have to eat everyone up like that. She ate up everybody in the 100 mile vicinity. There, there's nothing to be discussed. Nothing, nothing. It was a magical moment. It's something to where I could be like, okay, this is VMA history. Like, we're going to look back at this and we're going to be like, do you remember? Do you remember? I mean, Chloe Bailey shut it down at the VMAs. When you're signed to Parkway Entertainment, you have high expectations. And Chloe Bailey, she blew it out the water. Congratulations. Congratulations. She did A++++++. Best performance of the night. In my opinion, best performance. So that was the VMAs for me. That's all that um, I watched. So yeah, it was a decent VMAs this year. It was decent. It was better than I expected it to be. So now let's talk about this Met Gala because holy shit, holy shit. I'm going to talk about a few people that I know and who... Who I really need to give them their their tens, and not only their tens, but their twenties, their thirties, their fifties, their forties, their sixties, their seventies. I need to give them all the numbers because a lot of people showed up and showed out. Just imagine going to the Met Gala and like being dressed up, and you look so good, but other people look so good too. So you just have to look immaculate in order to stand out. And I think the girls that I know, they did a really good job. Let's start off with: Is this my top toot? My, my my top outfit of the night. Yeah, this is my top outfit of the night. It goes to Simone Biles with her beautiful silver 80-pound dress. She is such a tiny person. And she modeled the fuck out that. Ooh, 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 ooh. Simone Biles, she looked really good. Really, really good. If you need to, please look up pictures while I'm talking about this because... The look, it's the detail in it that's just so, it's its like, wow, wow. You showed up to the Met Gala and once again, representation of something from 
pretty much is pop culture. The Olympics, the Olympics is pop culture as well. The way it gets covered, Simone Biles, who has been such a a big part of this year, getting to go to the motherfucking Met Gala and look like that as a black woman. I love, I love, I love, I love. Next up, here we go. Here, here's to where I had to get heated again. I had to get heated again because we're gonna talk about Miss AOC. AOC looked beautiful. AOC looked beautiful. Representative Acacia Cortez. She looked beautiful. AOC looked so beautiful. And I know people were a bit out of shape about her being at the Met Gala. Hush, hush, please hush. Please hush. For the love of me, please hush. Y'all will complain about the sky being purple. Y'all will literally complain about the sky being purple. And that means you will complain about a problem that's not even there. She is from New York. If anything, she should have been there. There's nothing wrong with a New York representative showing up to a New York event to model for a designer. Let her do her part as a younger representative to where she's really getting into the media outlet to where she, as a liberal person, can do some effect and have some type of influence, especially since her dress said tax the rich on it. Like, how iconic. Iconic. I'm not even an AOC fan like that. I'm not even an AOC fan like that. Like, I'm not even that big on AOC because of some of the things in which she says. But people who just attack people, regardless of what they do, attack them for something with substance. Nope. Y'all just want to sit down and complain about the sky being purple. The sky ain't purple. You complain about nothing. It's fine that AOC went to the Met Gala. She looked gorgeous. Gorgeous. Next. So Kim Kardashian showed up as a new Kanye West album with the all black. And I loved it. I, I really loved it, Kim. I really loved it. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but girl, how do you have a body as something that's all black and you covered in black from head to toe? Kim, you did the damn thing. It's giving me locked video game character realness. Like when you have a locked video game character and that bitch just sitting there loading, moving back and forth. That's what Kim was giving me. I love it, Kim. I love it, Kim. And then it was Kanye West's um, album cover at the same time. You better throw the shade. I don't know if that was on purpose, but you better throw the shade. Now, two people who I don't really know like that, who really turned the party, I have to say, like, this is why it's important to no matter who you are, you can just turn the party at the Met Gala and you can catch someone's eye who just doesn't know you. Like Iman, I don't know Iman, really. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But what she had on was really, really beautiful. Like the the big outstretched hat and the you have to look up a picture. You need to look up a picture. It was just so elegant and beautiful. Also, grimes, grimes, grimes. Not the not the not the pork rinds that you eat in the bag that you get 50 cent bitch. Not those pork like grimes, like that's her name, grimes, grimes. She was in Iris. That's who designed her outfit. It looked so good. It was like this black, white, ombre, squiggly, amoeba type, silver, detailed. It was, I don't know who be making these outfits, but y'all really make me want to take sewing classes because this seems like so much fun to make and to come up with the concept. So Grimes and Iman, two, two people who really stuck out to me. Normani and her Valentino look sickening. It looked really sickening. You know, Normani's gonna look sickening no matter what. Also, Billie Eilish. She looked sickening. She looked beautiful. I loved how she went with something bigger. It was Met Gala. Like, Billie, when she showed up, she shut it down. Amazing. Also, we have Simone from RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Now this, I'm not going to go this through this one quickly because this was a whole moment for me. I was literally like, if Simone shows up tonight, I'll be the happiest person in the world. And guess who was in the, guess who was in the vicinity? Guess who was in the vicinity? Simone, America's current reigning RuPaul's drag race superstar. Like the representation. That's what I love. That's what I love in all this. That's what I love. Simone, she looked beautiful. Drag. It was drag. It was drag. Also, we have Amanda Gorman, who was Zach Excellence in a former episode. And to see her there, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. The inaugural po- poet from the inauguration. And she was the youngest one to ever do it. And she did it so amazing. So amazing. And her outfit was so beautiful. It was blue with detailed sparkles. And she had her little book. And it was a representation of the Statue of Liberty. You know, she had to give you something very poetic. So it was Black women, black women. It just gives me chills. It gives me chills, and I loved it. Met Gala VMAs back to back. I don't know if it'll ever happen again in history, but it was so fucking cool. It was so fucking cool. Also, if you were watching on Twitter, you um you saw Kiki Palmer and how great she did at interviewing everyone who came through. Because girl, I would have been lost my patience. I would have been like, I'm hot, I'm tired. I would have been like, hey, what you got on? Oh, that's cute. Why you got it on for? Okay, bye. That's exactly what I would have been like. So Kiki Palmer, she did an amazing job and she looked great as well. So that was the Met Gala. And now let's quickly talk about this Nikki shit. This Nikki shit is really bending me out of place. This Nikki shit is bending me out of place. So when talking with her fans, Nikki Minaj stated that she would not be going to the Met Gala because to be in attendance, you had to be vaccinated. And Nicki Minaj has yet to be vaccinated. Okay? That's what it was. That's all it is. But keep in mind, since it's Nicki Minaj, you know, there's there's 10 more chapters to the story as to how people are going to treat her unfairly from all the other white men who are not vaccinated and who walk around here unvaccinated. So let's get into this. Let's get into this. So what she said that really blew people overboard. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So she tweeted, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Insert dramatic music because that's where that's where Sparks flew. That's where Sparks flew. And Nicki Minaj should have known that with people, how they treat her and how they treat people who literally do nothing wrong. They just people just don't like you for a specific reason. She should have known that no matter what, people are gonna be like, oh, it's time to get on Nicki. It's time to get on the Nicki hate train. Once again, let's get on the Nicki hate train. Because let me explain to you something. Let me explain something. <laughs> Nicki Minaj did not say the vaccine caused anything. Nicki Minaj did not say, oh, this was because of the vaccine. Nicki Minaj did not say, this is a fact. I'm Nicki Minaj. You should listen to me. Nicki Minaj did not continuously go on to be like, oh, Never getting the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. It wasn't like she was going on a a Twitter rant of just talking about the vaccine. She literally made tweets afterwards about the vaccine, such as when 
One of her fans was like, Nikki, I got the vaccine and haven't gotten the virus or anything. So that's a good thing. And Nikki said, that's amazing, babe. That's Nikki said, that's amazing, babe. This is the norm. Because it is the norm. That is the norm. Just because Nikki Minaj is bringing up an instance which could or could not have happened. People have effects to the vaccines all the time. People have effects to any vaccine. Not just this one. Any vaccine. This is the norm. That's what she said because it is. Nicki Minaj is not an anti-vaxxer. And when people say that, it's because those are the same people who when you give them a centimeter, they take a whole damn mile. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you even talking about here? And then we have headlines that are like, Nicki Minaj won't get vaccinated, says she's worried about swollen testicles, which you see how how much they edit out and compress to where they make a dumbass headline. Because let me tell you something. Ever since Donald Trump was no longer president, the media has been scrambling to get whatever click and view that they can get. OK, they've been scrambling to get whatever click and view that they can get, because the way they cover Vice President Harris, the way they cover President Biden, the way they cover this shit, it's like y'all are so desperate for that money. Ever since Donald Trump left the White House and stopped saying racist things and causing insurrection, y'all have been desperate for that money. Because what are y'all talking about? Why are y'all talking about this? And then you have Boris Johnson from the UK talking about some, oh, I'm not familiar with Nicki Minaj. Boris? 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 Don't do it, Boris. Boris? Boris? Worry about what's going on in the uke. Worry about the uke. Worry about the uke. Worry about the UK. Boris. Don't do it, Boris. Time. It's not the time, Boris. It's not the time, Boris. It's not the time. And when people bring up things concerning Nikki's personal life, when they're mad about the vaccine, that's proof that you don't even give a fuck about what you're mad about. You just want to get on Nicki Minaj and bring up something that has nothing to do with anything at all. Mind your business and mind your paycheck. That's the end of the weekly run-up because this weekly run-up is long. It's long as fuck. So our topic is going to be short and compressed. But yeah, that was what that was what went on in the media this week. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with our topic. And yeah, stay the fuck out of people's business. <laughs> Today on this week's topic, I'm going to talk to you about achieving your goals when you're five steps behind, because especially right now, it feels like no matter what occurs, there's so many things going on in the world to where it always bumps you back a step, you know? So today's topic, I wanted to discuss how to still achieve that goal while you're even five steps behind, because I'm one who often I get discouraged because I just feel so behind sometimes, like, you know, when you when you walk into a room, for example, and you just look around, it's so dirty and so messy. And you're like, where do I even start? What do I do? Well, good thing is you walking into the room and looking at the mess. 
was the start, was the first thing that you were doing. So simply acknowledging acknowledging that you're behind is it's not there's nothing wrong with that. You could be behind for things that are out of your power and out of your control. So in in society in general, you know, when you're different, when you're a minority, it's like you have to run 10 times the speed as other people already. So as soon as something like a mishap happens or an inconvenience, it's like, damn, 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 here we go again. And I just sometimes it's easy to feel hopeless. But the core reason why minorities are the way they are and why we're always so powerful and not even minorities, people who are just different in general, people with disabilities, people who who struggle through things. It's because when we're behind in life, we have to take those really big steps to catch up. We have to, we're the ones who have to take those really huge risks in order to get, get ahead and not even get ahead, just get caught up with the other people in society. So as a generation, what, what really is limiting us in achieving goals, because, you know, there's small goals, big goals, and then goals that are viewed as unattainable, it's it's because it's simply time to stop idolizing people who do the things that we like. It's time to be the things that we want to be and do the things that we want to do because as we are trying to get ahead, we're never we're never gonna actually get there if we're just like, oh, look at so and so, look at how they're doing it. Look at what the no, no, we need you to focus. We need you to focus. Deviate towards yourself. And this is how you're gonna be able to get through that path. Because when I'm telling you, my stuff stops when stuff starts piling up on you, you're just like, I'm just never gonna make it in the world. <laughs> that, that's what I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just never gonna make it in the world because so much stuff is piling up. But no, it's because first what you need to do is really Really idolize yourself for a moment. Even when shit is crazy, even when shit is crazy, idolize yourself in that moment because ultimately we are the next big things we're supposed to be. And it seems like most people don't want to comprehend that because we've been taught to, we've been engineered to where it's like, oh, you want to do that? Well, there's already so many other people who are doing that, who want to do that. You're not going to be one of those people who are going to be successful. Bitch who? Bitch, why not me? If it happened for Sally Mae over here, why can't it happen for me? Why can't I be the one to catch up and get ahead in life and achieve my goal? It's because we're engineered from that way by some people who bring us up to where when we think really largely, they limit us to be like, oh, no, be practical. Don't be practical. This life is not practical. As you heard in the weekly run up, no shit that ever goes on is practical. So you might as well not think practically. Think as large as you can because... The bigger you think, the more ahead you get. And even if you don't achieve that specific goal, you're going to look back and be like, damn, even though I didn't get to where I was trying to go because I was thinking so big. Look at all the bitches behind me now. Look at all the people behind me now. Just because I was taking strides trying to get to where I was going. And either a I might not be there right now or I might have missed the stop completely. But look how far ahead I have gotten myself just by thinking big in life and being like, I can do this. I can get ahead. I can defeat the fact that I'm behind in shit. I can defeat the fact that I have time constraints because that's what really makes people powerful. 
telling you that's where leaders that's where leaders lie. People who can fight time and fight themselves when it comes to defiance and having that determination, those are where people are successful. Those people and those who sell their souls, of course. <laughs> At the end of the day, is the reason why I'm talking about this so broadly is because no matter what your goal is, it's attainable. Like this can be applied to any goal, like finishing an assignment or catching up in school. You can apply this to any goal. If you want to be the next big celebrity, you can apply this to this goal. It's just things take time, y'all. Things take patience. And when you stop doing something, you you let you let your dream die inside of you. That sounds very dark, but that's what it is. You literally let your dream die inside of you. So and that's not always a bad thing. Some people are just not aligned with the dream they once had before, which is okay to move on and be like, maybe I just want something different. Maybe I'm tired of trying at the same thing. Let me turn left instead of going straight. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And when you're taking those steps, don't just take those steps, baby. Make sure you stomp, stomp. Be like, boom, boom, boom. Boom. Because when people see you walking, they're going to be like, oh, shit, this bitch is coming. This bitch is coming. Like, you know, <laughs> when um, somebody's behind you on the water slide and then they're like, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, let me hurry up and get off. <laughs> this bitch is coming. That's what you have to do, especially when you're different, especially when you're a minority. So it's easy to get flustered. It really is. There's a lot of things going on in the world. This is a very hateful place, a very deceitful place. But yet there's so much love and so much light and so much opportunity and so much hope for good things. Hope for people who you would never believe would be successful. You would never believe where your favorite person came from. If you could hear some of their stories, you would never believe where they came from. So if they can come from that and your favorite celebrity can go from zero to 100, you can catch up in school. You can financially get yourself back in check. It can happen. Problems are temporary, okay? But that mindset needs to be permanent. That mindset needs to be permanent. Problems are temporary, but that mindset needs to be permanent. If you want to keep going, you can't, you have to stay focused on it. So that's how you get ahead when you feel five steps behind, mama. Because let me tell you something right now. (laughs) Let me let you, let me let you in on a little secret. As I record this right now, I feel five steps behind, but two episodes from now, three episodes from now, I'm not going to be five steps behind. You know why? Because I'm now setting that intention for myself today. I'm going to make sure that two episodes, three episodes from now, I'm not in the position I am today to where I feel so flustered. I feel like things are coming in on me and I just feel an element of struggle because I'm going to be caught up in my shit. And once again, it's because when so many things happen, you have to be like, whoa, okay, let me back up. Now let me get back into it. Let me get back into it. And that's all you can do. It's once you, you suffer so much and you grind away at yourself so much in this life, you're, you're going to be like, why? You're going to be like, why am I doing this? It's not changing the outcome of anything. It's not externally shifting that much. So why am I beating myself down to the ground over anything, anything, if there's problems that are really detrimental to you, which will happen in your life, they're going to be harder than others. However, the ones to where you can look at them and be like, okay, bitch, 
there's no reason for me to get mad at this. <laughs> like, there's no reason to get mad at this. Like, I still have everything to keep myself safe and sound right now. Those type of problems, skip ahead. Keep moving forward. And I know this topic was really short because we had all that shit in the weekly run-up, but we will touch on this more and how to achieve shit on your, not even on your own, because that was more like the the first episode I did when I was talking about declaring your independence. Achieving your goals can also be a community thing. It could be a partnership thing. So it's however you want to apply it. But that's what I have to say on the matter. But yeah, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Zach Excellence for the week. Hey, ho, 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 ho. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back in. Did you enjoy your run? Did you enjoy your walk? How are you? Do you need a water bottle? Huh? You need you need some lemon slices? You okay? You need some lemon slices? You look dehydrated. Anyways, let's go into our own tech excellence of the week. This week, we have someone who is more local-based. They're from Mississippi, just like I am. And I wanted to highlight someone who's trying to make change in this state because it's very hard to do things progressive in this state. So this week... Zach Excellence goes to Dr. Kia Monique Jones. I'm going to read to you a little bit about Miss Kia Monique Jones because she is an icon. She, she has icon status now. She has icon status, most definitely. Dr. Jones is the founder, president, and CEO of Four Brown Girls Incorporated. It is a nonprofit organization. It was founded in 2015, where their mission is to uplift, motivate, and cultivate the minds of women of color, empowering them to fulfill their dreams, promote positive change, and strengthen marginalized communities. Four Brown Girls Incorporated is dedicated to empowering women and girls to lead, create, and create the future and transform our world. Too many good ideas for making the world a better place go unheard and unrealized. Four Brown Girls Incorporated wants to address these ideas. Dr. Jones has begun to create a legacy where more brown girls worldwide saw the vision and wanted to be a part of the legacy and a change agent for their communities. Four brown girls has expanded and as of January 1st, 2018, they have chapters in California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, and Georgia. And they also, they just, they want to advance women's interests. They want to talk about disadvantaged youth and they want to help families through community service and mentoring and educational programs. And they have used their collective power of a diverse women to really collaborate and make action. And so in November 2019, Four Brown Girls was named one of the top nonprofits in Mississippi by the Mississippi Business Journal. And the organization motto is Empowered Women, Empowered Communities. So that's a little bit about Four Brown Girls. And Miss Kia Monique Jones, she was born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. She graduated from Jackson State University, where she got her degree in biology. Then she went to Bellhaven University, where she got her master in public administration. 
And she also has a book, which is called Open Letter to a Girl That Never Settles. And the aim for this book is to provide a theatrical framework of identifying self-awareness, addressing individuality, and emphasizing the uniqueness of self-love. So we all love that. So check out her book. Check out For Brown Girls. If you want to donate to them, partner with them, help them, make a change in the community. That's Zach. If, <clears throat> damn, my voice is getting dry. That's that excellence for the week. You know, I love it. It just makes me feel good inside every single week to bring everything to a close by talking about something amazing. So that was our episode for the week. I know it was a long one. A lot of shit went down, like I said. So be sure to follow me at Zach underscore iconic underscore Thomas. Follow the show Instagram at so far so his show. Be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts to help with the algorithm. And you can email me any questions or concerns or any tips or any critiques or anything. Just don't be rude because I will cuss you out. You can email me at so far so his show at gmail.com. So stay beautiful. Please stay in one piece. I will talk to you next week. We will make it through once again. So thank you so much for listening. Have a nice week. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your seconds. Just enjoy every single second you have on this planet. So thank you. I will talk to you again. Bye. 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 Bye.